0: welcome everyone to the hotel nerd network brought to you by anchor what's anchor you say is an easy way to make a podcast like this one for free that's right i said it for free but not only that you can record from the comfort of your home on the pc or on the go with your phone they have everything you need to make a podcast in one place the best feature is that they even distribute the podcast for you on multiple platforms, so you don't have to stress on getting your content out there for the world to hear. (laughs) If you're looking for a free and easy way to make a podcast, download the Anchor app on your mobile device or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now please sit back and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Ranger Cafe. Sorry it's been a few months since I've done an episode. Uh, At least it feels like a few months to me. It probably has been a few months but um we had a small issue here at the start of the year uh with a few uh hosts that i tried to bring on to the network and unfortunately and of course as i'm recording we're gonna have a train go by yes i live by a train track now um so just bear with the whistle for a minute and Hopefully it wasn't too loud and then blast your ears out. I apologize. Because, of course, soon I start recording. Why not? But, um... So, the recovery process took this long to me to get back to doing videos and to doing audio. So, but we're back. Or I should say I'm back. Because now it's just back to me again. Um, So, if you're looking to host and... um. You think that you have something to bring to the table, reach out to me on Twitter. I mean, my handle's right here uh, in the video, at Hotel Nerd Pod. Um, and I actually like how that sounds. Now, it's the first time I've actually said that out loud. It kind of rolls off the tongue. I don't know why I didn't make that to begin with. And I forget who it was. It might have been JD from Dragon Ballers that actually gave me the idea for that. Uh, twitter handle but whoever it was thank you appreciate that but while we're talking about people to thank uh for the second year running poddex is back as a sponsor for all of hotel nerd network and we're glad to have them back The same as last year if you go to poddex.com and you purchase any physical merchandise, the cards. I believe they have T-shirts now, and I think they might have hats, and a few other odds and ends, accessories that I'm not familiar with off the top of my head. Um, and you use code NERD22 at purchase. You get 10% off of your first order, and it's only your first order. It's only one time that you can do this per person. Um But it's a great way to support them. It's a great way to get a discount on a great product. And it's also a great way to support us as they help us out, as we help them out. So, by all means, go to poddex.com and use promo code NERD22 to get 10% off your first purchase of physical merchandise. Also, one other thing to make an announcement is we have brought the Patreon back. Or I should say I have brought the Patreon back. So uh, all of these links will be listed in the show notes. Uh, So please take a look at that. And join. And again, that's another way to help us out. Uh, Believe I have it set up to do monthly memberships right now. And there's one, two, three, four five tiers, I believe, right at the moment. So, yeah, that's just another way to give us a helping hand, Uh, and I believe, I'm not well-versed in Patreon yet, but I believe you can also um, send messages through Patreon. So, give that a go, and help support the network. I would love to get my own official studio, like to where I have a table and a room, even if it's just a small trailer that I would end up acquiring to use as a studio. But, um, yeah, any little bit helps to make that dream happen. So to help us grow, please check out Poddex. Please check out Patreon. That'd be greatly appreciated. I've also reinstated the Hotel Nerd News... or The Hotel Nerd network newsletter. I am definitely going to be changing the name of that because that is way too much of a tongue twister even for me. That's like saying Super Saiyan Blue Super Saiyan. It just makes you want to bite your tongue. So or no, Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan is what it was. And if you have watched the Resurrection F movie then you get that joke. If not, I am very, very sad for you right now. But, yeah, uh, again, I'm not going to read this whole link out, but I will definitely put it in the show notes. That way you can go check out the newsletter. That will just tell you what's coming in the weeks to come. Uh, Also, an event that's coming up, and this is our annual event that we have this year's Power Rangers fan vote best series will be happening March 1st to April 6th. March 1st is the launch and uh, April 6th will be the results of the finale uh, for the championship this year. And just let me screen share real quick. Unfortunately, you those of you on audio will not be able to see this, but I will read it off here as soon as I find it. Uh, where'd it go? There it is. All right. I should get back to the right tab. There we go. So I'm going to bump myself out of here. And actually, let's start here on the left hand side. First place or first seed is in space. And then our fourth seed is Lost Galaxy. Both who get round two buys, or round one buys to go into round two unchallenged. Our first round is number 17, Operation Overdrive versus number 16, Ninja Steel. Number nine is num- Ninja Storm with against number 24, Samurai. <clears throat> number 25 is super ninja steel versus number eight wild force number five is jungle fury against number 28 dino fury season one who we will be beginning reviewing uh with this episode uh number 21 Super mega force versus number 12 mighty morphin season two and then you have number 13 and 20 which are mighty morphin season one and three going up against each other to get into round two. Now, on the left hand, or the right hand side, we have Time Force at number three and Dino Thunder at number two for your round one buys that get through to round two unopposed. And then we have number 19 Dino Charge versus number 14 RPM. Number 11, Lightspeed Rescue versus number 22, Beast Morpher Season 1. Number 27, Mega Force versus number 6, SPD, which uh, Into the Grid is doing their finale episode this week. I believe it's supposed to come out Wednesday, if I remember their release schedule correctly. So check out Into the Grid. Uh, check them out on Twitter. And I will be posting links for them as well. Uh, so you guys can check out their episodes and support them. Number 27, Megaforce. I already said this. Versus number 6, SPD. Number 7, Zeo. Versus number 26, Super Samurai. Number 23, Beast Morpher Season 2. Versus number 10, Mystic Force. Number 15, Turbo. Versus number 18, Super Dino Charge. Now, all the seedings are based off of statistical averages over the past two tournaments and uh, nothing else other than that because I didn't want to keep creating the same (coughs) tournament bracket and coming up with the same result every single time. I wanted to change it up and have different matches uh, because of averages. And I feel like we have different matches for the most part from tournaments one and two. So this should hopefully make an interesting tournament three. Uh, But yeah, short of that, that's all the announcements that I have at this point in time. And we'll just get right into it. We're going to be reviewing Destination Dino Henge, which is episode one of Power Rangers Dino Fury. And right off the bat, I love that we only got three of the five Rangers up front. They gave us a core three. Um, obviously, the Red Ranger will be the leader. Always is the leader. Uh, his name is Zeto. And, he does, and I love the fact that he doesn't show up. Like, they show him, but he doesn't do anything until, what, the last five minutes of episode one. Uh, he also serves as the mentor, which, I mean, it's not the first time we've seen a ranger as a mentor. I think the first one we saw was Andros. So, again, Red Ranger. And he's the leader of the Knights nice of Rafton. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, I apologize. But that's how I hear it when they pronounce it on TV. So um, That's really the only thing you get out of him for episode one, honestly. Uh, Then we have the Blue Ranger, who's Ollie, who is the quote-unquote new kid in town. Because we're not... Anywhere complete with a ranger team without a slight outcast. That means Ato's an outcast being an alien, but you know, I digress. Uh, He is the son of Dr. Akano or Akana, which you will get very familiar with because she's basically a ranger ally for this season, uh, from what I can remember. And that's really about all you get out of him, too. There's not really much character development here other than the fact that he doesn't believe in the paranormal, whereas the Pink Ranger does. Um, her name is Amelia, and she is a Buzz Blast reporter, which is basically a YouTube uh, channel, but for Power Rangers, in the in, at least in the Power Rangers universe. Uh, she believes in the paranormal, as I just alluded to. Um, she's actually out at Dino Hens trying to capture ghosts. And she actually shoots Ollie with an electrical net, which is hilarious. Um, That's some nice little fun for the kids to have to watch. We get introduced to our main villain. Um Void Knight, which I'm sorry, that's a really lame ass name. That's one of my critiques about this season. Is like you couldn't come up with a better name for your villain. <laughs> um, I don't know what I would have called it, but uh, Void Knight just, uh, when I think Void, I think super dark, super evil, super menacing, and I just don't feel it with them. Like I, you would have named Lord Zed Lord Void that would have resonated with me because when you see Zed, especially those first five episodes of War* of Season 2, it's like he is a tour de force. He wrecks shop. He gives no shits. And he just kicks ass. He basically, he did the Roddy rowdy Piper thing. Roddy, Rowdy Piper thing. Or Rowdy Roddy Piper. How are you... However his name was. Where he goes and says, I came to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. That's basically what Zed did. And when you have somebody with the name Void in your name, you better be coming to kick ass. And I am sorry. Very weak um episode one beginning. Um, I'm not really well versed in his entire story through season one. Because... I watched season one in little increment spurts. So I'm going to be interesting to see how his overall story arcs out. I know it has something to do with somebody in a tank, kind of like uh, Mr. Freeze uh, ripoff, but we'll see. Uh, Zeto recognizes the armor that he has on, so it makes me wonder maybe he isn't a fallen ranger. Uh, or maybe he killed a ranger. And stole the armor because it won't be the first time that we've seen rangers die, and they definitely allude to rangers dying uh, in this season. I do recall uh, the henchmen, which are I very again the the naming the naming I oh my god the naming lazy lazy lazy. They are, wait for this, they are called Hengemen, as in like the Henge, like Stonehenge, not henchmen, Hengemen. So they've did a really lazy play on words. um, Just because it sounded like, so everybody's like, oh, that sounds great. Let's go with that, because that's pretty much what they are. Um, Yeah, I, just, I just shook my head when I heard it i'm sorry it's like no granted there is a nice twist to that where they were originally allies to the rangers because they were in ranger hq um before uh yeah what's the dinosaur's name i'm getting to the dinosaur i just can't think what the hell her name is right now but she throws the key and tells ollie and Amelia, that if they use the key and a sword, that the, they uh, will obey their every command. And Void Knight's able to grab the key as it's being thrown in the air and intercepts it. Uh, like Odo Beckham Jr. And I guess that's not a really good analogy because I guess he's an offensive player, but whatever. Um, Point is you get my you get my drift, and he uh, corrupts them with evil and turns them against the Rangers. Which is this is where Zato steps in, and he basically gets a really quick overview of why the blue and green, or no, the blue and the uh, pink Rangers are actively fighting, and he gets like the. Real quick, five second synopsis, and he just starts kicking ass, uh, along with the other two and confronts Void Knight. And then we get our MacGuffins, which is the um Sporex beasts, the Sporex spores that are in a case. That's what Void Knight has come for, and uh. It gets knocked open, and they go everywhere, and they float out into the city, basically. Why it's just a city, I don't know. You think it would be across the world, but whatever, it's powering you. Don't worry your little head over it, or else you'll give yourself a migraine. So, episode one, we get introduced to Shockhorn. I don't believe they say his name in episode one, but he's there. He doesn't really do much. He basically gets his ass handed to him, but he doesn't die. He just gets his ass handed to him. Um, and the Sporax Beast and the Sporax Spores will be the series uh, monster of the week origin. And it will also serve as the MacGuffin throughout the entire series. All right, now we're on the allies. And Zolon, that's the name of the dinosaur. And she's a Solanosaurus, I believe is how she pronounced it. She's basically this series Alpha 5. If you have Zeto as Andros, this is Alpha 5 in, uh, in space. Actually, I guess it would be Alpha 6 1 in space, I believe. It's been a while. And I try to block turbo out of my head because I hate turbo. Anyhow, which I shudder at the fact that I'm going to have to sit down and watch the whole goddamn thing at some point. Uh, oh, nightmare fuel. Anyhow. <laughs> nice little piece that came out of this is the Morphe Masters show up. Uh... And I believe this is the first time that they've shown up since they were introduced in season one, Mighty Morphin. I believe it was episode six that Zordon talks about the Morphin Masters, I think. Somebody do their research on that because I'm too lazy to do it. Um, But I think it's episode six. It's pretty early on. I remember something about the Morphin Masters and they were on a cliff by the ocean and it had something to do with an egg. And they imbued the egg with positive energy to keep Rita from acquiring it, I think is what it was. And then they threw it into the ocean, which ended up being coming to Dragonzord. Which, you know, if that's the case, if that's how that story went, I mean, great job, Morphin Masters. Um, you they failed that shit. Because uh, Tommy from Green from Evil would love to have words. But uh, then you had Jane, who is the editor of Buzz Blast. And I'll be honest, she is a very annoying character. She makes me want to rip my ears off every time she's around. I hate her. I hate her so much. Maybe she'll change through the season, but oh my god, I hate her so much. She's like Vicki Guerrero from the early 2000s where she goes, Excuse me! So if you watch WWE in early 2000s, you know exactly what I'm referencing when she was uh, Edge's on-screen wife. Holy shit. Um, Then I also mentioned about Dr. Icona, that she's Ollie's mom, she's studying dino hens, she's an archaeologist. She's actually fairly intelligent. She is willing to help wherever she can, if I remember correctly, throughout the rest of the season. So she'll be definitely one to be interested in keeping tabs on. And then we got introduced to Park Ward and Garcia, um, who does not like Amelia. Who has had I think Amelia said twenty-two run-ins with him. So he doesn't give her the time of day. Even then explain everything that's happened. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much the episode in a nutshell. Um, So the cons are a few of the characters, character names um, that I didn't care for that felt like super lazy. Uh, Probably the worst villain name in all of Power Rangers, to be absolutely honest, other than uh, Scorpio, which, because, you know, he was a scorpion, so, you know, still lazy. Uh, The pros were that parents are being introduced uh, that are with the Rangers from basically the very beginning, and I love that, or at least some kind of familial orientation um, that doesn't make them feel like they're orphans doing their own thing living like Naruto. Um, I love the fact that Void Knight gets immediate access to the Ranger base and that he pretty much beats their ass because they have no idea what the hell they're doing until Zeto gets into the fray, and then they stand a chance. There, the interdu- the re I should say, of the Morphin Masters. Um, I don't know why that took so long. That was a big part of the lore that should have remained part of the lore, the for all series in this franchise uh we got reintroduced to the morphine grid again i think it's the first time that we've well other than beast morphers obviously um but before beast morphers i think the last time that we saw or heard anything about the morphine grid was operation overdrive even hate saying that name (laughs) um there's the consequences to actions If somebody messes up, there is a consequence. And I love that. Uh, I love the fact that they have referenced that past rangers have died. Like, in battle. Just not, you know, they were rangers and they got old and then they died. No, this was, no, they were rangers kicking ass and then they died. Because somebody got the better of them. Uh... I love the fact that the Rangers didn't know what they were doing right away and making it up on the fly, even after they were morphing. You could tell that they still didn't know what they were doing. They just were like, oh, shit, I need to do this. Oh, shit, I'm going to get hit. I need to dodge this. And they're just totally making it up on the fly. It's not one of them magical things like, oh, I got powers. I know how to operate this now. They even went and made a reference to, oh, we're Power Rangers what comes next? And then Ollie says, I think it's Ollie that says, well, the next would be the Zords or something like that. Like, it was really a meta reference. And I love the fact that they did it. I love meta references in anything that I watch. Um, But yeah, overall, it was a good episode. Overall, it was a great start. Um, Not the strongest start, but it was definitely up there i've seen worse looking at you operation overdrive looking at you turbo um but yeah so overall my overall score for operation overdrive yeah oh my god why would i say operation overdrive Oh, uh, you're gonna put me in the psych ward um So, I would say, if I had to think about it here for a minute. uh, hmm. Let's see, what scale should I use? Uh, Let's go with the 10 scale, I guess. We're going to give this a... Six and a half out of ten, I believe, is what we'll do. And that's the review uh, for Destination Dino Henge. I hope you enjoyed. And stay tuned because I'm going to be doing more of these. uh, I think we have, what, 21 episodes? So 20 more for season one. And then if we got 21 episodes for Season 2, which comes out here uh, two weeks from now, I believe. Two weeks from Saturday. I think they said March 8th is coming out on Netflix. So, we'll have plenty of material to go through. That'll be 42 weeks to get through. Um, Most, if not all, of these episodes will be pre-taped. The only things that will be live as of right now on Ranger Cafe will be... The, um, uh, the tournament videos because I can't do them pre-taped, obviously. I have to do them live to give the results. But uh, again, thank you for watching. Thank you for holding in there. Thank you for understanding um, the difficulties that I've had with having to deal with what I went through at the beginning of the year for this past month and a half. And, but we're back, and we're going to be recording more uh, through all of our shows, all of which will be linked in the show notes uh, below. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get them on the show notes on the audio side because I'm limited on how much space I have to type, but they will definitely be on the YouTube side. So just look for me on YouTube, uh, Hotel Nerd Network, as simple as that. Now, there's two channels, I believe, still active on YouTube for Hotel Nerd Network because I actually got a branded channel and started fresh with a branded channel um, on YouTube, which currently has three subscribers. Uh, So that's the one that you're going to want to listen to or going to want to look for when you um, get on YouTube to watch this. But... uh. You can find us on most, if not all, podcatchers on audio. I do plan on putting this out on YouTube. It probably will not be on any other social media platform unless I happen to go live, and then I'll put it on every social media platform. But as of right now, this will just be on YouTube, and this will also be... Uh, in audio as well. So, please, as I said before, go to poddex.com, use code NERD22 upon checkout for any physical content. Uh, Please check out the Patreon, which I'll post the link in the show notes below. And then also, please check out the Hotel Nerd newsletter. Um, Just that's just an information piece just for you to know what's coming down the line if you have a favorite show on the network that you want to keep up with this is how you're going to find out what's coming down the line um now obviously schedules can change and ideas can change but as tentatively this is the concrete plan for uh the month of march so please uh take a look and subscribe to the uh newsletter I mean, it doesn't do anything for me other than to get the information out of what's coming. So any big announcements will be made within the newsletter. uh, So way I can do less housekeeping on these videos because I don't want to load down the first half of the video with housekeeping. Um, But yeah, check it out. Until then, I will catch you on the next episode of Ranger Cafe. And we will probably be talking to start of the tournament. So have yourself a good week, and I will catch you on the next one.